What's up, everybody? This is Robert. I'm Randy. And I'm Alan. And together we are the Lounge SD, um, bringing you guys everything that involves pop culture, movies, video games, pretty much anything you'll see at Comic-Con. Um, today we're going to be talking about Marvel's Black Panther. Um, so we're going to bring you our review. I think we've all seen the movie, right? When did everybody see the movie? Uh, Friday? I saw, it op- I saw it opening night. Oh, no, it was Thursday. Thursday. Shoot, I already forgot. Thursday. All right. I saw it Thursday. Did you guys catch trailers before the the movie? Yeah. Yeah, I I wasn't trying to hold back. I was was down to see them. Because I I saw it at my my work thing, and they shut down a couple of theaters, and then they didn't show any trailers. It went straight into, like, 7 o'clock hit, and went straight into this... Like into the movie. Oh, you're like, talking oh, about no, before no. the movie. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. It was, yeah, no. it was like a. It just straight up started, so I didn't know if that was just like an anomaly or is it just us. But hmm. sounds like it's just my work doing that. So, yeah. Did you guys see any trailers for Black Panther going into the movie? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I pretty much saw any anything that that we'd have shown in movie theaters, and then we got to see that that preview that they showed at Hall H. Yeah. Uh, comic-con like, 2017 what was the preview at comic-con Oof! all right so i don't know if you guys remember that was the really ill it was like the college only we got to see it cut with that kendrick lamar oh that's right that's right yeah, yeah. um but they did show that scene the it, it's in six well spoiler alert i don't know if you guys are listening to the podcast now and you haven't seen the movie you want to press pause Go out and watch it. We're telling you right now, this is straight up spoiler city coming up. But um, yeah, the scene that they showed, besides all the the suit up and everything, was the uh, the fight scene in South Korea. I think it's South Korea. It's in Korea. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's right. That's right. With uh, with uh, Denai Gurira and Mm -hmm. uh, T'Challa's Bay. Lupita. That's right. Lupita Nyong'o. Yeah. Yeah. You know what's interesting? Um, Speaking of that, real quick. I was on Reddit and I saw that people were saying that that casino really looked like uh, the casino from uh, Rush Hour. No, no, no. Oh. Uh, one of the James Bond movies, one of the more recent ones. Oh, the oh yeah. Like it has the What's... same setup with the top floor overlooking the <laughs> casino floor, and they were talking mm-hmm. about how there's like a pond in the middle and stuff like that. And I was like, ah, and then of course the internet was like, oh, James Bond is in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't doubt it, man. I yeah. wouldn't doubt it. I would. I would that'd be pretty awesome stinger after one of the movies, yeah. Uh, no, yeah, I think I think it was Skyfall. I was when he goes to that casino, he like rolls up in on a boat. Yeah, that sounds right. I still yeah. haven't watched it. <sighs> Alan. Yeah. All right. So let's get into the review. Um, I'm just going to go ahead and read off the uh, the storyline from IMDb here. Um, so to sum up the movie, it says, After the events of Captain America Civil War, King T'Challa returns home from the reclusive, technologically advanced African nation of Wakanda to serve as his country's new leader. However, T'Challa soon finds that he is challenged for the throne from factions within his own country. When two foes conspire to destroy Wakanda, the hero known as Black Panther must team up with CIA agent Everett K. Ross and members of the Dora Milaje, Wakandan Special Forces, to prevent Wakanda from being dragged into a world war. 
All right, guys. So expectations coming into the movie. What did you guys expect to see? What did you want to see? <clears throat> going uh, I guess I'll go first. Um, expectations coming into the movie was like, this is the next movie till Infinity War. So expectations were high. Mm-hmm. Um, considering we only saw Black Panther in uh, Civil War mm-hmm. um, and he was legit and and pretty much killed that movie like i uh expectations were high up there and considering mm-hmm. what we saw at a uh, hall h and considering all the trailers that we saw um it looked like it was gonna be a good movie um and then um yeah i was just i was expecting a lot from this movie really high expectations to say the least mm-hmm. um for me i don't it's tough for me to say because my expectations were high. It, it, it's as high as any other Marvel movie, but mm-hmm. with a new character, I, a new director, um, all of those things, my expectations weren't as high, mainly mm-hmm. because I wasn't sure what I was getting myself into. Um, did they satisfy me? Oh yeah, definitely. I think, that it had its own vibe. It has its place in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Um, and it's very different, which I like. So I'm pretty happy with with how it turned out. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, my expectations going into the movie, uh, as Alan had said, this was the, like, the last stop before we get to Infinity War. So I was expecting a little more setup. Um, kind of going into it, but I guess that's kind of like what's going to be in the beginning of of Infinity War, I guess. But um, I yeah, no, I, th- I thought it was a good, you know, standalone Marvel movie. You know, they they got so Black Panther got a lot of uh, hype, a lot of you know, he became like an instant fan for it, favorite from Civil War. I think um, after Civil War came out, people were saying like, "Oh man, Black Panther, Spider Man stole the show," and you know, they're not they're not the characters that were in the the forefront of that movie and so i thought that was really good to see him kind of shine and get his own his own spot and um yeah man i was really excited to see how they were going to portray wakanda um in the comic books you know they say it's like a technologically advanced secret society and i, I just really wanted to see how they did it and uh um yeah i don't know if you guys followed the whole you know movie making or when they were like casting this thing but they had like a hashtag as they were like knocking down these these casting it was like Black Panther so lit, you know. They had, of course, Chadwick Boseman. Um, they had the director. Uh, I think his name's Ryan Coogler or Coogler. Coogler, yeah. Um, and then it was like Forrest Whitaker, Angela Bassett. They were just knocking them down. And it was yeah, that's like, a oh, nasty man. cast. Nah. It was yeah. And I thought I thought it was it was really well done. Uh, my expectations were definitely met. Um, but yeah, and we'll get into I guess the final reviews and stuff. But yeah, my expectations were definitely definitely uh met and exceeded a little bit like just to just to touch on that real quick like i really like how they executed the intro in civil war and most people already have an idea of who black panther is so it was Mm -hmm. cool how they did the small intro in civil war and then it just goes right into black panther like what it's i think like two weeks Two weeks after the event oh, yeah, of the yeah. war, it goes right into the movie. 
I think mm-hmm. they did a great job. Yeah, I, I wasn't expecting them to to the story to take place just so soon after Civil War. I thought it was going to be a couple months, him having been the king for a little bit. But you know, it was cool that they're kind of setting that up. I don't know where this falls in the timeline for Infinity War, but it was cool to see. Like, okay, this you know they kind of told the audience like, okay, just so you know, this is happening at this time. So between, I mean, between Civil War and Infinity War, you have Thor Ragnarok. And then you have, um, uh, did we have Doctor Strange between those two? Yes. Okay, so we had Doctor Strange first, and then Thor, and then we had uh, Black Panther, right? So Are you talking about like when it was released? Yeah, yeah, when it was released. So we had Civil War, Doctor Strange, uh, Thor, Ragnarok, and then we had Black Panther. So um, considering what happened, like Thor wasn't in Civil War at all. And his like his little pocket of like the cinematic universe was kind of just like like away from it all. And he, mm-hmm. I, I don't know if he was aware what was happening in on Earth, but um, he kind of was just doing his own thing. So like Thor Ragnarok <clears throat> was doing his own thing, and then Doctor Strange was kind of like in between Civil War and um, what's it called? In between Civil War and Thor Ragnarok, if I remember correctly, like as far as timeline is concerned. No, it's actually before because Doctor Strange gets all established and stuff, and that's why he showed up in Thor. Remember, he yeah, showed yeah. up and he was like, yeah trying to find Loki. Yeah, so like I think I don't even know where I was going to go with that, but it's just <laughs> <laughs> timelines. Yeah, time. Okay, t- timelines. Back on the track. So, um. Yeah, so Yamin, our buddy Yamin, brought up a good point where he was thinking how um, if this was really set, if Black Panther was really set two weeks after Civil War, how did he already have the Black Panther abilities in Civil War if he wasn't king yet? Yeah, I don't know. See, and that's like something they don't really explain in the movie. I don't know if he's like been sipping on that that heart-shaped flower like ever since he was a kid or like yeah. i don't know if his dad brought a batch with him and he was like all right i'm about to take this right now because because in the when he goes to fight for his kingship he they take that they strip that power away from him yeah 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 and so yeah that's that's you know to any, and then like the way that he was fighting and stuff in civil war i mean that's not a, a normal man that's gonna take on cap and go toe-to-toe with him so i yeah. definitely think he was he was sipping on that blue juice <laughs> <laughs> at some at some point, you know, they show it. They, uh, they don't, sh- you know, like show it off camera, I guess. But yeah, yeah so I think I think I think maybe it has something to do with like when he got that ring from his dad, or like when he, you know, took up the mantle and became king, or you know, became the mm-hmm. Black Panther. My, so he, my my guess was he, you know, King T'Chaka probably understood that. All right, dude, I can't fit in this suit. Like, I'm not, I'm not going to be a Black Panther, you know? Like, my son is probably better suited right, in right. suit. You know what I mean? So, like, he was probably – so, like, T'Challa was probably, like, sipping on it um, under the discretion of his dad or, like, under the supervision of his dad. And then um, he kind of just, like, unleashed the powers when he became – when the, you know, T'Chaka died and became Black Panther. So that um, – you know, two weeks after Black Panther or uh, Civil War, he then goes back home to Wakanda, and then now he's a, uh, 
you know, showing that he deserves the throne in that whole scene. Yeah, like I yeah. think I think really what happened was that his dad dying basically made it official. You know what I mean? Like he was already mm-hmm. the role of the, of the Black Panther. He was already in the suit, but he mm-hmm. wasn't the king yet. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's, yeah. Yeah. Because if you if you see the way he like moves in Civil War, it's kind of like you just don't put on the suit, and all of a sudden you're a badass. You know, you're just like yeah. You know, he kind of knew like he probably had like some secret training. And like, you know, some training here and there, probably did a couple of missions here and there, you know, some, you know, just to test the waters in it. But like in Civil War, once he put on the suit, he kind of knew what he was doing. He didn't like claws come out of his fingers and he's like, whoa, what is that? You know, what does that do? Yeah. Like mm-hmm. he didn't like say like, oh, my God, look at all these powers. Like, so he's he probably was sipping on the juice a little bit before. Uh, he was already juicing. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's something. That's something I want to go back and research too, because I don't. I don't know if it's at the if you if he just happened to be both at the same time because his father died. Maybe he was already Black Panther, like he was already the you know the warrior so before now, that. Now I need to go watch Civil War. Yeah, yeah, some for good, many some reasons. <laughs> yeah. So what? Uh, that, that could very well just be a plot hole. I mean, let's be yeah. real here. Oh Why man, it's MCU though, it? man. They're they're pretty bulletproof when it comes to this stuff. I know, yeah, but not, they... not Marvel Studios. I don't know. <laughs> so back back to Wakanda being like a secret society. Um, I know there's a couple people out there who's like, oh, Wakanda can't be a secret society. That's not, uh, you know, there's no way that could be a secret society in in um, Africa. And I'm like thinking to myself, like, isn't it like some aren't some parts of the world like still undiscovered, like? There's still parts of the rainforest that's undiscovered, like some rainforests that are undiscovered. We still haven't mapped completely, like the complete ocean. Dude, the Bermuda Triangle, bro. Yeah, I mean. Well, yeah, and then, like, I mean, to touch on that, if you hear, like, a part of town is super ghetto and, like, crazy, you like you know not to visit that place. And I think in the movie true. they set up, the whole rest of the world thinks Wakanda is this, like, third world country. Mm-hmm. So it's not on, like, people's travel list. No one's like, oh, let's go check out Wakanda. People yeah. kind of already have an idea of what's set up there. And, and they just then kind they of skip over the it. the border. The, uh, oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. They had their, uh, I forget his name. Yeah. Uh, Wakabi. I think his character's name is Wakabi. Yeah. Um, his whole role is to just watch that border. Like him yep. and his rhino, rhino brothers. Him and, his, him and his armor rhinos. Yeah, man. That was just... So speaking of armor rhinos, let's go into uh, everybody's favorite scenes. Uh, Rob? You have any favorite scenes from in uh from Black Panther? Um I mean I want I'm sure we're gonna talk about this, but that end battle scene was was pretty uh was pretty amazing. The whole uh, battle or the fight between? Yeah. Okay. Um well yeah, as far as like scenes go, I wanna say that scene when we got the armor rhinos coming out was pretty awesome. You saw I think his name's his character's name is uh Wakabi, played by Daniel, Daniel Kaluuya. Kaluuya, yeah. Um, he jumped up onto a rock or something and was gonna blow his horn, and then uh, Chala was trying Chala. to stop yeah. him. Yeah, he was trying to say him no, and I was like, "What is he? What does that horn do?" And then the horn gondor, bro. That's what I thought it was. I, was. I thought it was just the African horn. And he's gonna, yeah, no, I was not expecting that. They, it was cool though that you know that you you saw those rhinos, and then immediately, at least for me, I like thought back and I was like, "Oh yeah, that's why he was like." taking care of those rhinos in the beginning. Like yeah, those, I, thought, I thought he was just like rehabbing those rhinos 
for some reason, but <laughs> right, right. But like after seeing those rhinos, I'm like, oh my god, he was training these rhinos to do that, like to, to be armor rhinos. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of armor rhinos, how dope was it when um when uh, Okoye uh, denied Guerrera like stood in front of the rhino and the rhino just like stopped and licked her? I was like, yeah. oh man, yeah, that was cool. I, I, again, that's that's like one thing that this movie got right was like the world building. They don't, they didn't like hand feed us. They didn't show us like flashback to Denai and Kaluya's character like growing up mm-hmm. raising the, the rhinos. They just like, okay, you know, here's this. You know, the rhino stopped when he saw it, so you just automatically start filling in the blanks yourself. And oh, yeah. I think, yeah, this movie did a really good job of just kind of letting you like fill in the blanks yourself. And yeah, it was testing the audience. It wasn't a paint by numbers kind of thing. You were just like, "Oh snap, okay, I'm gonna have to do some thinking with this movie." Yeah, it was a it was a very good standalone film, Mike. If you haven't watched any Marvel Studios films before this, or any MCU films before this, um, even if you didn't watch Civil War, like you probably would be able to just watch Black Panther without having to know like any of the lore, like building up mm-hmm. to it, like. They pretty much told you that Wakanda was going to be the secret society, and it shows you as they're flying in, it's like a secret society, um, and they pretty much show you that Wakanda is like inside. They know it for um, vibranium, and then outside of it, everyone's just like, "Oh, so vibranium, Wakanda, like, like they don't have that much vibranium." But yeah, they they did a good part of painting the story without like shoving it down your throat. Oh yeah, yeah, definitely. Other favorite uh, scenes, guys? Yeah, I'll go with mine. Um, the uh, what do you what they call it? The trials. Whenever they're fighting over the king, uh, spot oh, yeah, in the yeah. in the water. Both of the scenes <laughs> were were sick. Just every time between, they set that up, I was yeah, like, dude, between that's M'Baku badass. And uh, and Killmonger. Yeah, right. Oh, yeah. Those two scenes. Yeah. Yeah, those are sick. Um, I mean, seeing Killmonger in his in his suit was pretty sick. How they unveiled it, I guess you could say, when he. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I thought it was kind of funny how when he he did that pose and then his suit came on and for some reason his clothes burned off. I was like, uh, that's kind of random, but all right, I'll take it. <laughs> uh, but that was a cool scene. Well, that's that's how they showed uh that's isn't that just how his suit works like it just ruins whatever clothes you're wearing at the time I mean, because I even so, so what happens like, when what happens when uh you want to go back to your regular clothes like are you just exactly naked? but that's the same that's the same I, issue like hulk has <laughs> like what happens okay. to his clothes dude well i guess that's... in the movies they they talk about that he's basically naked but how do his mm-hmm. clothes stretch to hulk sizes but he, uh, well, he just buys bigger pants as the explanation. <laughs> he probably yeah. just wears like oh, like super spent like sweats, yeah. <laughs> just uh, Lululemon shorts, <laughs> yoga pants, dude. <laughs> he, wears his, he wears his buffet pants. That's what he wears. Heck yeah, uh, that's what purple colored though. Yeah. So, uh, my favorite scene would probably have to be um, also the battle, but more specifically when. Um, when Daniel Kaluuya's character Wakabi was like, was on the rhino, and uh, Okoye was like in front of the rhino, and Daniel Kaluuya was like, "You're not going to do that to your love, are you?" And she's like, "For Wakanda, anything." I was like, "Oh, oh yeah. girl. I was like, <laughs> "I was like, you get him, girl. You get him. You better teach her." 
you better teach him what's up. And I was just I like, did any of your um, theaters clap? No, I didn't. I didn't have clapping at that scene, but I had someone that got hype every single time Black Panther like unleashed his uh, the kinetic energy in his suit. <laughs> every time. Every time. I think it happens three times, and someone was in front of was us. He, like, was he sitting clapping. right next to you? Or? No, no, he was. He was in a row in front. In front to my right. Oh my was, gosh! Yeah. I don't know if it was what a he or she, but they were they were clapping. What did they and, say? And, oh, they just clapped. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Every single time, though. So, like, he jumped over the sh- <laughs> the shield bears and oh, and unleashed when he the, smashed the car. He was like, yeah! "Yeah!" Oh yeah, when he smashed the car with it, I was like, I was like, "Oh snap!" Well, that's what that's for. Yeah, I didn't see that coming. Yeah. I was like, "Oh, yeah, all right." Because it's in the trailer. Yeah, yeah. But, oh, it but is. You're yeah. Kind of just like you're kind of just like, oh, whatever. And then, like, it all made sense in the movie. I wonder what that dude in front of you was thinking. Probably like, oh. <laughs> but yeah, I get, I get like clapping for the first time you see it. It's like really, you know, I guess uh, game breaking or like blows your mind. But the next two times, I mean, like, all right, his mind just stayed blown, bro. <laughs> it just kept getting blown. It's like I can't believe this is happening. <laughs> oh, man. oh man, so yeah, those are pretty good scenes. Um. Uh, so any favorite characters from the movie or, um, to kind of backtrack and, and repeat what you were saying about Okoye, I thought that was really dope for a character to choose, uh, Wakanda over her love. I mean, that's why she's the, I guess, I think she's the general of the, oh, yeah, she's the general, the Dora Milaje. And I mean, someone that's holding that rank. And I think they even say that she's the most skilled fighter. You want somebody that's going to be devoted to the country or, yeah. you know, so what you guys stand for versus her own her own things even even oh man i thought it was awesome too i'm just thinking about this now when uh when the kingship swapped when it went from t'challa to oh to yeah Kuma, yeah yep she was, he was like she was, she was still down. i can't well, yeah i can't escape yeah yeah she was like i have to i have to uh, my devotions to the king i was like damn she doesn't even yeah. care about overthrowing this dude she's yep. she just stands for yeah but she was world. she was sad she was sad she was like get out of here to um nakia right mm-hmm. yeah yeah she was like get out of here bring like get um the queen out of here and then she was like i can't leave mm-hmm. and then she was like questioning nakia's devotion to the country and i was like oh it's gonna be like that but <laughs> but that was pretty you know that was pretty down of her and then for everyone who doesn't know deny guerrera um is actually in uh, the walking dead um and she plays Michonne there, so her her weapon wielding skills is pretty dope. Like I I'm I was really happy just to see her act like outside of a zombie driven world. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so she I'll I'll go ahead and say she was probably my favorite character. Dude, just to touch on that real quick, like the way that she handled that staff, that was like Darth Maul stuff right there, dude. She was a badass. Whoa. Especially especially the casino awesome. scene. Like that was oh, nasty, man. dude. Oh, I was yeah, like, man. dude. Um, but I might as well go <laughs> oh, to my character. Uh I mean I, I was really feeling uh Andy Circus or Ulysses Claw. Uh his oh, character man, yeah. especially the way that he he portrayed the character was awesome. I mean, anything he does, he does a great job at anyways. But just the scene when he was getting interrogated, um, when he was getting, I guess you could say, shot at um, by Killmonger when he got away. 
Um, all those scenes were just on point. I'm actually pretty bummed about what happened, but you know, I thought he did a great job. Did yeah. anyone get Did anyone get the same vibe when uh, Killmonger brought his body to uh, Wakanda? Uh, did anyone get that uh, the Dark Knight vibe where, Ooh. like, you remember remember okay, when he yeah. brought in Joker? Yeah, like those dudes brought in Joker, and then Joker, like Joker, just like popped up and was like, "Hey guys, I'm not dead," kind of thing. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! I was like, that would have been a, like, a nasty uh, plot thing. Like, yeah, I don't know why they didn't team up. Kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah that would have been awesome but, if they had yeah, snuck in that way. Yeah, but it's also uh, what's it called? It also was just like it wouldn't have made sense at that point for Killmonger. Like, I don't think it would. It was in Killmonger's personality to just like not kill him. Like I, mm-hmm. I think Killmonger would have done anything to get to Wakanda, and he did just that. So yeah, but, I, think, I think that's right. I think it would have been baggage for him, especially <clears throat> once he got to the throne. And then it's like, all right, now what do I do? Not gonna worry Clock. about this guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And I also want to mention, as far as favorite characters go, uh, Mbaku is mm-hmm. the. Uh, the leader of the gorilla, the white gorilla, gorilla tribe. tribe. He was ill, man. I really liked his character in this. You know who oh, else yeah. could play that role? Alan could <laughs> play that role. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, he he had some good scenes. Like uh, the whole scene when um, Nakia and then um, Angela Bassett's character Ramonda, and was it the sister? I forget her name. Shuri. Uh, Shuri. Shuri. Yeah. yeah. When they went to uh, when they went to him, I was just like, "Oh, how is this going to turn out?" Obviously, like plot armor, like it's got to turn out right. Mm-hmm. So, um, but he actually did come out pretty dope, and his whole character was just so like funny and um, so strong and funny. It was really cool, really cool to see. So you said that was yeah, your favorite man. character, Rob. I, yeah, I think I want to give it to him just just because like not even that it was also the the loyalty thing too. He lost in the trials to become king. Uh-huh. Um, his life was spared by T'Challa, and he like pays that back by sparing T'Challa's life. He could have let him die. You know, the fishermen found him, and he could have been like, "All right, well, let's just let him peace out." But he um, kept him on ice until I don't know how he knew that like something was going to come and help him out. But it was cool for him to you know have his back at least that way. And then he and then he showed up in the last battle too. I forgot about that. Yeah, he yeah. saved him. Yeah. Shows up to save the day. Oh yeah, definitely the Han, the Han Solo moment when uh, all of a sudden you just hear ooh ooh ooh. <laughs> <laughs> like, er, another part when uh, my whole theater clapped. Like they were just like, oh snap, clap 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 clap. And it's yeah, that's a good clapping see. moment. Yeah, yeah. Well, how do you guys clapping. feel about how do you guys feel about clapping in theaters? Uh, I. Yeah, I mean, oh, I kind of expected going to like these opening nights thing. And this is when you're entrenched. You're you're with all the other huge fans, so some yeah. some clapping is expected, some cheering and stuff. Especially um, for like a like I I 100 expect it at Infinity War. Oh my you know, god! Just those huge man. pivotal movies or oh yeah Episode Seven when that came out. You know what I mean? The first Star Wars movie in years. Like I expect it at those. Hmm. So. So yeah, I don't, I don't really have a problem with it. I mean, I, it might bug me a little bit in that, like, if it's cheering for too long or too much, you kind of miss out on like a the next upcoming joke or scene or something, and you're like, oh, what did they say? Yeah, yeah. 
Or so like when know, a guy gets excited when the suit discharges all the energy <laughs> and he does that every single time. I can see how that gets annoying. <laughs> it does, man. Yeah. But I'm cool with it. I, I, I don't want to say that I right. go out and clap. I'm not going to be the first person to do it. But, <laughs> I mean, if the rest of the people are doing it, then all right, I'll probably join along. <laughs> so you're, you're a more of a joiner and clapper than a clap starter. Yes. Yeah, I want to start guys a clap. Ever... Go ahead. <laughs> oh, sorry, I was going to say, have you guys ever, yeah, that was going to be my next question. Have you ever, like, started a clap or heard, heard someone else start a clap and it just didn't go well? <laughs> it was just like, they got, like, four claps in and then they just kind of like, oh, yep. No, um, I think, like, <laughs> one... I think one person starts clapping and everyone's like, okay, it's cool to clap. Like, there's a bunch of Randys in the audience, like, it's cool yep. to clap. Yep, exactly. <laughs> a bunch of followers. <laughs> but I'm the same way. Like, I wouldn't clap. I'd be like, oh, I'm more of a, oh, Oh, there's different, different O's there. Yeah. <laughs> different degrees of excitement. So, yeah. wait, 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 so, so Randy hasn't started one. Alan, have you ever started a clap or got hyped for a movie? I have, I have never started a clap. Damn. I'm not, I'm not much of a clapper. I'm more of a snapper, like Ooh, poetic. Ooh okay. <laughs> no, wow. I've never started a clap. It's just, it's just not me to do it. I, just, mm-hmm. I don't know. It just, it just never like resonated with me. The whole clapping, like I, it's cool. I get why people do it, and I, like in the moment, like especially on Thursday, I was like, okay, that's a good clapping scene. I'm not gonna <laughs> clap though. <laughs> it was, it was pretty good though. All right, so you're a little more like, judgmental about people's claps <laughs> and what it says about their character. You're like, all right, you gonna clap right there? No, <laughs> like, oh man, like there was a lot of clapping on Thursday, like more clapping than a usual movie. But like uh, for a usual movie, like a usual hype movie, like a Marvel movie, you'd get like one clap, maybe like one good solid clap. At least at like the like, end of the movie kind of thing. Yeah, but there was clapping at the end of the movie after the like in the after credits scene not the mid credit scene um and then there was clapping um a couple times through the movie mm-hmm. so i was like no oh, that's a lot of clapping. that's that's probably something i don't get is when people like when the crowd claps or cheers at the end like when the credits start it's like <laughs> no no one in the audience worked on the film no it but it's like, like it's it was a mindset go back to the of i applaud what they've accomplished you know what i mean like yeah. you're not I, I i don't clap specifically to them it's just like all right at the end of the movie all right bravo it was good it was good stuff yeah <sighs> yeah but i guess like a movie's the only time i would see that happen like after i have like a dope meal i don't <laughs> i don't i don't pay my bill and then take my napkin out of my yeah, life but, but the tradition back in the day was at the end of the play was to stand up and clap if you liked it. And this is essentially uh, but, a new but version of that. You but the actors are there. The actors are there, yeah. Yeah, but it's... I, you know what? Fine, I'm fine. On, I'm on you Randy's guys side. <laughs> I'm on Randy's side where, like, I get it. I, you know, if it's a good movie, I'll, like, give a clap or two. But I'm just not going to be like, oh, yes, bravo. Oh, I'm not doing, like, full-blown, like, Shia LaBeouf hard clapping. But, yeah. you know, I... I'm, if it was a good movie, I like clap it to myself and like just so just enough so like I feel I gave back. <laughs> <laughs> I did my part. 
Yeah. Well, wait, 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 just real quick. Speaking of end credits, I still don't get how people leave at the beginning oh, yeah. of the credits. I don't, I don't get that. Oh yeah, we're, we're how many? I don't know. I think we're like twenty movies into the MCU, if not more, and there's still people leaving. I don't. Um, what yeah. is that like? <laughs> yeah, like there was like there was at least a good chunk of people that left in the middle of the credits, or like. Like at the very beginning of the credits, and then in the middle of the credits, they left too. And I'm like, no, see, you guys are new to this. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, just wait. Even the person who I carpooled with was like, was like, like, should we go now? And I like looked at her and her husband. And I was like, no, there's one more credit scene. And I made a, I made myself loud enough so that people can hear me. So people actually sat back down. So I was mm-hmm. like, okay, all right, you know, like there's another scene, guys. Just chill. <laughs> And then, actually, between the two scenes, I would say the the last scene was probably the best scene. Yeah, let's uh, let's yeah. go into that real quick. quick. What happened in the two scenes? Uh, so, so the, the mid credit scene, um, uh, King T'Challa went in front of the UN and pretty much just announced, like, "Hey guys, guess what? Wakanda is not a like Wakanda is no longer going to be a secret nation. We're actually a really dope nation with a lot of money." And a lot of material of a uh, vibranium, which is pretty much the thickest material in the world, um, and it's no longer be a secret. What? And then that was pretty much the end of the mid-credit scene. And so, my question to you guys is: Did you think that that could have been moved to the end of the film? We kind of already got a little taste of that um, at the end of the film when they're in Oakland and they're opening up that Wakanda outreach thing. Do you think they could have also showed, you know, the next scene could have been to them at the UN? Do you think it was like a wasted scene, I guess is my question. No, we'll probably talk more about this later, about um, how this puts us at into Infinity War. But I think it needed to be shown and said um, that Wakanda is going to come out and share their st- like secrets to the world mm-hmm. before, you know, before pitting, up, uh, pitting the world against uh, Thanos. You know? Yeah, but mm-hmm. I think that it shouldn't have been in the credits. It should have been, yeah, at the end of the movie. Um, oh, okay, okay. That's yeah, what you guys yeah. Like, okay. before yeah, the credits. I agree. I agree. Um, because, yeah, it sets everything up. Uh, and yeah, it was kind it, of It would have fit perfectly at the end. And I've seen a lot of people on Reddit say the same thing, and I agree. Um, I, I think that the end credits should be used... Well, this is more of a fan saying that. Um, yeah, I think yeah. that the end credits should be more for something exciting. You know what I mean? Not saying that this wasn't exciting, but it didn't do anything to me. It was like, okay, it's just now the official announcement. Cool. You know, when they could have used it for, let's go Iron Man 1, end credit scene. You know, something where you're like, oh, snap. You know, this is going to change Avengers, everything. Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. and that's kind of what the end credit scenes were originally. Now I feel like they're kind of, uh, I'll say, watered down compared to before because now they're just kind of filler. And yeah, especially after, answer. especially like the uh, um, still not Civil War, uh, Spider Man, where it was just um, Captain America. Like that was like, yeah. oh, I wasted my time with that one. But <laughs> with this one, with this one, it was more. 
um, the second end credit scene, which is pretty much um, uh, these kids, these tribal kids were hovered around this gentleman who hasn't, you know, it's just hovering around the camera. And then this gentleman, they run out of the hut and get uh, Shuri. And then out comes the Winter Soldier from the hut. And um, that pretty much puts us right where we need to be before Infinity War, like showing that, okay, like we just need to put an arm on this dude and he's good to go kind of thing. <laughs> you know? Yeah. He did walk out with no arm, which is funny. Yeah, he walked out with no arm. Because um, it was ripped off, wasn't it? Or it was damaged by in Civil War? Oh, he got chest beamed off. Uh, Iron Man. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, his little, his little uh, fiasco there. But, um, yeah. Um, so with all of the, um, with all of the villains in MCU and there's, I think there's 18 films now, right? Yeah. I, would right? Say. I, um, think, I think this is the 19th. I think. You sure, sure about that? No. Okay. Uh, well, there's a fact checking. Okay. I'm fact checking. I'm fact checking. I'm fact checking. <laughs> there you go. Um, so among all of the MCU villains, where do you rank Killmonger? Oof, man. I would say he's he's definitely up in the, the upper echelon. I want to say he's top three, man. Top three? Uh, You're crazy. Okay, well, good, real man. quick. What's your one and two? One and two, I would have to say... I want it, man. It's, see, that's, yeah, now we're, we're getting to the dangerous territory here. <laughs> okay, maybe not top three. <laughs> maybe not top three. Top four for sure. I, I think for me, it's like the, it's just the way you judge the villains and stuff. For me, it's like the motivation and like yeah. what, like if they have any cool moments. And for me, you know, of course, number one, it's got to be Loki. He's he's super ill. I mean, okay, yeah, yeah. his line, his okay. delivery, his lines, his scenes. Like we all have our a little picture in our minds of Loki, and you know, people people get hype. He's a clappable villain. He comes out. I'm sure there's people that are clapping. When we see him, um, so I was yeah, Loki's number one, and then uh, yeah, man, I don't know. I want to say like Zemo was was really good for for Civil War. His motivations oh, on why yeah. he was a villain and like the way that he like executed pit, uh, it. Yeah, man, the way that he that he pit pit them against each other was was just phenomenal. Yeah, All right, that was, that Here, was really here's good. here's the list. So we have Iron okay, Man. Yeah, yeah. Iron Man. So the villain realistically was Obadiah Stane. Right. Dead. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Incredible okay. Hulk. So it was Abomination. Iron mm-hmm. Man Two was uh, you lose Tony Stark. Whiplash. His name. Yeah, Whiplash. Whiplash. Uh, yeah. Thor. The first one was was our the, uh, the Frost Giants. Loki? Okay. What would you call Loki the villain? Uh... Or the Frost Giants? Uh, either all right we'll go with loki because he stayed around Mm -hmm. um captain america so red skull the avengers Mm -hmm. which we'll go loki again because loki orchestrated the whole thing for the most part iron man 3 which was the uh the mandarin kind of that whole fiasco (laughs) thor the dark world which was the uh the elves, what are they called? Um, uh, I forget. I forget his name. But the uh, elf guys. Mm-hmm. 
What happened to Rob? Hold on. Oh, okay. Uh, we had a little bit of technical difficulties, so we're gonna jump back to where we were before the issues. So, we had the Obadiah Stain, Iron Man 1, uh, Abomination for the Hulk, we had Whiplash, Iron Man 2, Frost Giant slash Loki for Thor, Red Skull for Captain America, Loki orchestrating basically everything in Avengers, Iron Man 3 was the quote-unquote Mandarin. Uh, the Dark World were the Elves. I forget the name of them. but the elves. Is it the Curse or something? Well, that was the Ether. That's what they were messing with. Going after. Yeah. Um, and then Winter Soldier. The Winter Soldier. Um, no. Guardians <laughs> what? was... Um, what's his name? Ronin? Yeah, Ronin. Oh. Ultron was Ultron. Ant-Man was, what's the name, Yellow Jacket? Yellow, Yellow Jacket. Jacket. Uh, mm -hmm. Civil War was, I guess you could say, there wasn't really a villain. Zemo. For, was it Zemo? Oh, it was. Yep. Yeah, okay. So Zemo, Doctor Strange was... Uh, Dormammu. Uh, well, it wasn't Dormammu, but it was the uh, other Cacilius. guy. Yeah, Cacilius. Guardians 2. Uh, who was the villain? Guardians 2. Uh, Ego. Russell. Oh, that, yeah. And then Spider-Man with the Vulture. Vulture. Thor Ragnarok with uh, Hela. Yeah. And then Black Panther. So, with that list... Damn. That's a tough list, dude. It's a lot I'm of still... villains. Still up <laughs> yeah, there? It is, but I, yeah, I still, I still put them up there, man. Him, Zemo... Loki and I want to the Vulture. Give us there. your top three. Um, so Zemo, Loki, Vulture, and you said uh, Killmonger. Killmonger. Or your top yeah, four? Yeah, he'll, he'll round it out. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I'll I'll go ahead and say that uh, I'll go with my top four as well. It would probably be um, it would definitely be Vulture. I thought his I thought his reasoning behind attacking everything was pretty good. Um, or reasonable. I don't know mm -hmm. if attacking people is reasonable, but um, uh, Killmonger was definitely up there. And then let's see, who did you say? Oh, Zemo was definitely up there. Zemo is like is pretty much a crowd a crowd favorite for villain, cause just because he the way he did everything, like the way he handled like yeah, being his execution. Villain, his execution was, was pretty really up there. Good. And who was your fourth, Rob? Mine was Killmonger. My oh, you said Loki. Okay, you said Loki Loki's was in there, there too, right? Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I don't know if I'd put Loki out there. He kind of just like he's like a little boy to me. Like I don't know. Um, just for the sake of how how crazy it was, I'd probably put Ultron up there. This is tough, man. This is a tough list. Because <sighs> I really like Obadiah staying as a villain. Uh, I really liked he was essentially the uncle, he was doing his thing, and then Tony Stark basically came back and he wanted the power and all that stuff. Oh, okay. Um, I wouldn't say he's number one. I would probably say top five. Uh, man, this is tough to put a list. I do like Vulture. Vulture, and it definitely helps having... 
Michael Keaton as the actor for that. That was mm. great. Uh, all right. Now that I'm looking at this list, okay, he's Killmonger's pretty up there. Considering I, I, the reason why is just because the other villains are just not that good. Like the Dark World. Okay, I don't really care about. I don't even remember his name. For yeah, the, Alpha Thor, guy. the first two Thors like were just forgettable. Yeah. Um, Iron Man 2, I mean, I love me some Whiplash just because he's ridiculous, but not as a villain, not so much. Abomination was garbage. Uh, Loki, like, I appreciate everything that Loki's doing as a villain. Like, it's cool. I just feel but like he's he has just a, around he has too much. Side. He has a good side, which kind of just, like, defeats his whole villainous approach. Like, yeah, he's like, he's like, oh, okay, today I feel like being a nice guy. Yeah. Like, I mean, he's on the same ship with Thor at the end of Thor Ragnarok. Like, yeah, he can't be that bad of a bad guy if he's but on the same ship. Would you list him as really high? Because it's I wouldn't. As far as the two Avenger movies and everything, he's kind of coordinating the whole thing. If it wasn't for Loki giving, like, obviously, okay, so if we go into the Infinity War trailer, mm-hmm. Loki's giving Thanos supposedly. The Tesseract, and he was getting the Tesseract to begin with for that reason. So mm-hmm. it's like, alright, you can kind of say the Avengers was because of Loki, the Avengers movie, and then this next one is going to be kind of because of Loki again. Compared but you, to you know, like, okay, but I wouldn't say it was like a villainous thing. act. Yeah, yeah, I wouldn't say, I don't know, I just don't consider him a villain. Alright, alright. Either way, after looking at the list, Killmonger. All right, yeah, he's pretty. So Killmonger is definitely up there with top four. Yeah, at least yeah, top I'll, four. I'll agree now. Yeah, no specific ranking, just top four. Yeah. Um, mm. Were there any cons to uh, um, Black Panther that you guys saw? Oh like, man, I, I'm kind of. Yeah, yeah. Um, I do want to get this out there. I'm going record as saying this, but I felt there was a lot of like, I don't want to say stolen scenes or like it was just scenes that I had seen in other movies, even other MCU movies. So I wanted to talk about there's a scene where uh, where Ross is flying the Black Panther ship like remotely mm-hmm. and his, uh, there's another ship that's trying to break in and it's like shooting the glass and it's like how much... Uh... <laughs> what's the... How much was the percentage that's left or whatever? And it was counting it down. And I was like, dude, this is totally like the glass breaking in Winter Soldier. Um, okay. When Sam Jack, his car's getting broken into and they're using that little like oh, yeah. uh, ramming thing. I, immediately when they said like, oh, how much is left? I, he's like 50%. I was like, well, they totally stole that scene. <laughs> um, so my, my con was that they borrowed a bunch. There's there another one too where they did like a, in the end fight scene between... Uh, Black Panther and Killmonger, they do this like really badass like a knife flip, and I was oh, like, oh yeah. shit, that, that would have been ill. But then I was like, I had already seen that again in Winter Soldier, and I was just like, man, I, I, that was one thing I, I kind of would would say that I wish there was more. It was more like visceral or more badass moves in the fight scenes. Um, and then in that same fight scene, there's a scene where Killmonger throws Black Panther. And he uses his claws to like swing around one of those things, and I was like, yeah. "That's I totally the scene. That's totally the scene from X Men." Yeah, I, when that happened, I immediately thought that as well. I was like, "Oh, hey, it's Wolverine. That's cool." Oh, oh man. man, 
Okay, I'm glad I wasn't the only one. I was like, man, these are like shot for shot, like almost exactly like the enemies. Yeah, um, that, now that I think about it, that's <laughs> funny, dude. It was Wolverine on top of the Statue of Liberty <laughs> holding on to that little, uh, the crown part. Oh, that's funny. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so that would be my only con or gripe with the movie is that they they didn't do too many new things where like I wasn't like wowed by like, oh shit, I haven't seen that before. Or, like, mm-hmm. you know, every, everybody's talking about the knife scene from Winter Soldier. Like, we all know that. That's like one of the top badass trailer moments that gets discussed. Um, so that would be my thing. Yeah, they're just borrowed too much from other movies. They, they didn't take any chances and do their own thing too much. Randy, any cons? <sighs> So I, I don't know if I'm being a little too critical about it. Um, I just it it felt too standalone to me. Like don't get me wrong, it's a great movie on its own. I appreciate that. I like it. It's a great movie. Mm-hmm. But they were so isolated in the world, and I get that Wakanda was, but there were essentially no mentions of anything else. They were just doing their own thing. Yeah, they talked about the events of Civil War a little bit, but I would have just appreciated a little bit more of the Marvel Cinematic Universe in it. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, But that's basically it, and that's me nitpicking, you know? Yeah, I could see that, like, you know, but also we're, like, 19, 18, 19, 20, whatever movies deep into the mcu like and we're introducing a new character like even even um like spider-man was kind of the same way where it was like a good standalone film if you had not watched civil war before like but i mean to be fair like spider-man had a lot of iron man in it or had enough iron man in it to know that as part of the mcu yeah this one was this movie black panther was just was just very standalone like Again, if you haven't watched the MCU before this, like you could watch Black Panther without having to worry about like, did I miss out on anything? Did I, you know, should I go back and watch the other seventeen, eighteen movies? <laughs> like you're kind of late, buddy. But um, yeah, it was just it was very standalone ish. Um, as far as my con is concerned, um, I don't know if I have one. I would say like one thing where I was kind of just like put off was the cgi and the um when the two panthers were fighting underground killmonger and black panther (laughs) i was like oh this kind of a funky looking but again that's just me nitpicking like that doesn't say much about the movie because it was just like a minute or two of just fighting and it was just it was still a badass fight scene but um that would probably be my own like my very like just my own nitpicking con on the movie. But, um, yeah, that'd be it. So every Marvel movie has this cameo in it, starring Mr. Stanley himself. And this one was actually really, really cool in the sense that it was kind of just like snuck in there. Like it wasn't, it wasn't like too overbearing or like shoved down your throat. Like this is, you know, this is him. Like he kind of just said a line or two and then like came into the camera, then came out right back out of the camera. So it was really cool where they were in the casino and, um, uh, the uh, King T'Challa, like put down his, put down his, uh, 
money or the chips for the car, the table game, and stood next to uh, our new Phil Agent Coulson. I forget his name. <laughs> um, but he's standing next to our new Agent Coulson, and then, uh, yeah, he um, left his chips, and he won King T'Challa, but he walked away. So Stanley comes in, he goes, Oh, I'll take these. And then kind of just like comes in into the camera, then just comes right back out. So it was really cool. I thought that was like, I would say among all the Stanley cameos, that was, that was probably one of the cooler ones aside from the Deadpool cameo. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. I, I think it was okay. Um, I like how he was more engaged than just sitting in the background. You know what I mean? Or, mm-hmm. He had a drink of soda with a little bit of blood in it, and he got sent to the hospital. Like, I thought this was better than that, Um, but it wasn't bad. Yeah, now I've read online that this was like kind of like a jab. I don't know if you guys have heard about this like controversy, it's been going on for years about Stan Lee taking credit for these other characters um, made by other artists. So, like, uh steve ditko and uh jack kirby oh. you know they were they also all worked together on on some of these mm-hmm. books coming up yeah. and i had heard that these were all like uh they kind of came up with them as a team or like on this like they were on the same team or around at the same time but since stan lee was kind of like at the forefront he got all the credit mm-hmm. and like yeah. never really gave credit where it was due and so someone was saying that like this is kind of like uh Stanley kind of coming to it and like because his line in the movie when he gets the chip is like I'll just hang on to these for safekeeping or something like that yeah, yeah. Kind of I like, can see that <laughs> was kind of like you know him kind of addressing that like you know people always say that I stole all this stuff but you know I was just taking like taking it over for his safekeeping or something like that like it just acknowledges that like he knows how he's being portrayed and stuff and uh, I don't know how much of that is true I don't think anybody has the full story except these three guys but um, I mean, if that's what the intent was for him being in that scene, I thought that was a pretty strong move. Then he's like, you know, addressing it. A strong subtle jab. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. If, if if that's how it went down, that's that's pretty cool. And I, I, yeah, I also I, about that. I also heard a rumor that they had they've actually shot the the next couple Stanley cameos for the upcoming movies just in Jeez. case he passes away. Oh, I, I know oh he, no! He had that like heart attack scare, whatever that was earlier this mm. month or this year so yeah man i mean he's, he's getting up there too so it's it'll be it'll be really trippy to see after he passes away if we still get him you know yeah. delivering uh-huh. mail or saying so, what's up or hanging so out since we're like since we're comparing stan lee cameos amongst the other all the other marvel movies not just marvel studio movies mm. how does black panther compare to all the other mcu movies so oh, yeah, I think I, I think we should like... divide it first by standalone phases? movies. No, not even okay. phases. Like just the standalone intro movies. Because, yeah, let's let's organize it by that first. Okay, go ahead. You you guys know <laughs> me, and it's tough because seeing Iron Man in that suit for the first time was badass. Yeah. Do you get that same effect out of Black Panther? Me the guy sitting in front of Rob got that That's same true. effect. That's true. That guy was <laughs> hype. That guy was very hype. But I just don't feel it has the same the same effect. 
But the statistic as of right now, Black Panther's up there when it comes to the money. So does yeah. that say something? Does that? I think. But that... I think I think everything else kind of set the tone, and like especially in Phase Three, like since I would say since Guardians of the Ga- Guardians of the Galaxy and maybe even Avengers One, um, like all the Marvel movies have just been on point. Like it doesn't matter which Marvel movie it is, like it's always been a good seller. So especially since like I mean, look at all the numbers from uh from starting from the Avengers of Age of Ultron, like everything has been great. Even Guardians of the Galaxy, Guardians of the Galaxy, Ultron, Ant Man's been great, Civil War, I mean you go down the list and everything just got better and better and better and better and better. Um and then I mean, just imagine we're gonna have Avengers Infinity War next. Like we broke like Marvel Studios broke records with Black Panther. Like imagine like once pre-sale goes on for Avengers Infinity War, oh, imagine how much clapping is gonna happen. Imagine how many people are gonna be like, ooh, Black Panther suit. Like this is gonna be real hype. But um I, oof, man. But I think I, I think uh, here's a good comparison, just based off of what you were talking about. Which one was better to you? Because I'm going... My mindset is lesser-known characters, right? Because obviously you're Captain America, you're Iron Man. Those are going to bring in crowds no matter what. Because they're the the more popular ones. Black Panther? Okay, yeah, he's he's pretty popular. But let's compare that to Guardians. Okay, so comparing it to Guardians, I thought Guardians of the Galaxy was a more fun movie. Like, it was yeah. a funner movie to watch. And, like, just front to back was just solid. Um, mm, is it better than Black Panther? I, I would say it's better than Black Panther. With all the with all of the standalone movies, I'd probably go Iron Man 1, Guardians, uh, Black Panther, Spider-Man. Ooh. Ooh. Above Spider-Man. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Man. So those those would be my those would be my movies. All right, I gotta look at this list again. <laughs> I'm looking at a list right Man. now, like phase one, phase two, phase three, and I'm just like, I don't know, like, like Guardians was pretty fun. Like, I mean, everything about Guardians was was fun. You have Star Lord, um, and then you have Groot. Obviously, everyone loves Groot. Um, played by Vin Diesel, Mr. Fast and Furious himself. Um, yeah, I I thoroughly like Guardians of the Galaxy. What about you, Rob? Uh, standalone movies, man. I, I'm a little biased. I'm gonna have to say I've been waiting years for the for a good Spider-Man movie. So Homecoming probably takes yeah. top spot. Maybe top two. Like Iron Man one's probably still up there as well. Um, but yeah, Black Panther, I, I probably out of all the, like, I guess B team or like standalone movies like Doctor Strange, Ant-Man, you know, characters that aren't super well known. I uh-huh. thought he, I thought he showed out. He, he, uh, I thought he did a good job. Um, yeah, man, I don't, yeah, there was just too, too much going for it to, for it to not do well. And yeah. Yeah. I, I would have to agree. Like it just like with the way the Marvel cinematic, the Marvel cinematic universe is going, 
having come from Iron Man 1 all the way. I mean, I don't even know when Iron Man 1 came out. I'm assuming like early 2000s. Uh, but, 2008. Uh, 2008. So not 10 really years. Oh, that's right. 10 years. Yeah. Um, I mean, the CGI between 2008 and now like is crazy. Um, so even going from Iron Man 1 to Black Panther now, uh, even Thor Ragnarok was just so much fun, like so funny. A lot of people knocked on Thor Ragnarok for it being trying to be too funny, but I think that's exactly what Thor needed because the first two Thors were kind of just like lackluster, yeah, mm-hmm. um, kind of too serious. Um, but then Thor Ragnarok came around, and it was just amount of seriousness to match the funniness, and like kind of brought out the whole potential of Thor, knowing like being self-aware that he is like kind of a demigod, like he's a pretty good dude. Um, so I thought that was really good. So um, now, having seen Black Panther, Thor Ragnarok, Doctor Strange, uh, and all the other movies, where does we? Where are we now going into Infinity War? All I know is about to be lit. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, <laughs> it was lit, fam. <laughs> lit AF, bro. <laughs> That's that's one thing that I kind I'm a little bummed about was that they had Black Panther in the uh, Infinity War trailers, so there wasn't any like high stakes as far as Black Panther goes because you kind of knew yeah, what was, was going to happen with it. Oh man, right. yeah, yeah. There, I you know you don't get scared for him, you know, dying and losing in the trials. You're like, oh, he's going to be back because we obviously see him alongside Cap and everybody in yep Infinity War. So the stakes weren't too high as far, you know, kind of spoiling that in this movie. But yeah. um, kudos, kudos to anybody that's steered clear of all the trailers and stuff. I mean, you're in for some good surprises. Ah, but, um, so good. Oh, like, man. Just thinking the, uh, of the Comic-Con trailer, the amount. See, we were clapping for that, weren't we? Yeah, we were. <laughs> yeah, we were. Every, yeah. Every time man. we showed somebody. Like, it, was it was so good. It was so good, and it was we knew it was just us. Like, even I'm I'm watching all these trailers that are out right now, like the Super Bowl trailer, like the first trailer that came out, international trailers. Like, none of them will ever touch the Comic Con trailer. I don't know what was shown at D23, but uh, I think they said it was the same, the same, same thing. Trailer. Yeah, yeah, dude, it was so nuts, and just like the feeling between the two, like the trailers that we saw at Comic-Con and the trailers that we saw, you know, on TV, like we're talking about two totally separate themes here. Like we're talking about Comic-Con with the theme being death and like agony. Like we're scared. Someone's going to die. You know, we saw, uh, I don't know if I'm allowed to say it because it's a spoiler alert, but like we saw, (laughs) but we saw like, Spidey, was it Spidey that was like, I'm telling Tony, yeah, it was Spidey telling Tony, he was like, I'm sorry, like, I'm sorry I messed up, you know, and he's like on the ground. And then we saw Thor getting his cru- head crushed in by uh, Thanos, you know, and we're just like so much, like so much darkness in the first, in the Comic Con trailer. Then we get to the trailers and, you know, on TV, we're just like, okay, like, I was not expecting that, you know, like it was just kind of like, okay, it's Avengers again. Now with more people, 
like like and welcome thanos. new challenger yeah welcome new challenger black panther welcome new challenger thanos like like there's just you know it just added more people to it but it didn't have the the magnitude that was shown of the d23 and the comic-con trailers like i don't think a lot anyone's aware of what's going to happen in infinity war and just by seeing the trailers like it's it is scary um so back to black panther like where are we now going into infinity war like considering the after credit scene with winter soldier i think we're i think the winter soldier now has vibranium tech on in his arm that was missing mm. um uh and then of course in the in the trailer black panther was saying somebody get this man his shield <laughs> so obviously <laughs> cap has a shield now you know and it's vibranium Which wasn't it what what like, was it what was it before was it like no it was vibranium before but at the end of civil war tony kept the shield and oh, yeah, said like he, oh yeah you don't deserve that that was my father you don't deserve the shield yeah um so now cap has like arm shields like gauntlets but they spread out and mm. i'm assuming it's going to be made out of vibranium um, so he's got two cool. shields. Yeah, it's kind of be two shields, but he can't throw it. At least in the trailers and stuff, it didn't show that he can throw. He can throw it, but mm. it's stuck to him. So, eh. all right, I'll take it. But yeah, you know. Yeah. yeah. So I'm just, you know, I'm excited because the our um, Infinity War is two months, three months away now. Like two and a half almost. Yeah. Um so yeah, two months away from like the biggest movie in comic book history. Maybe Jeez. even in history alone. Like yeah. just like you have you have eighteen movie oh my god, eighteen, seventeen, nineteen movies like leading up to this one event it's never and, been done yeah i'm just oh my god there's just so much to there's just so much to take in like i'm not ready oh i'm not i know that I'm, that's for sure <laughs> i'm not ready for thor to get his head crushed in by thanos yeah so would you guys watch black panther again i think i'm gonna have to see it a second time at least i don't know if i'll watch it anymore times on that but definitely another another viewing in the theaters i think i gotta give it another go yeah i might do one more theater watch i mean all the marvel movies if it's on tv or something i'm never gonna turn them off um that's even thor 2 i'll i'll still watch it um <laughs> but oh, man. i wouldn't say that i'm super hyped for it i'm not taking time out of my schedule to figure out when i'm gonna watch it again um mm -hmm. but if I have an opening and the the stars align, yeah, I'll go out and watch it again. Because, um, yeah, it, it was good. So I'm assuming since you guys – I would watch it again. Um, I'm assuming since you guys, we all would watch it again, would you recommend it to somebody? Probably. 
yeah, yeah. I definitely recommend it. Yeah, definitely. Um, especially like I like we said from the get go. It from even if you've never seen any of the MCU movies, I would tell somebody to watch it. Like you don't need the whole background. I mean, it helps, but they do a great job filling you in on uh, the universe. Even the state, the state of the it. union. Yeah, yeah. Um, and shoot, I applaud Ryan Coogler for pulling that off. Like he did a great job, um, satisfying. I think everybody. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That was a. It was a good movie, and I was, I was not surprised whatsoever because I, I like gave into the hype, but um, I would definitely recommend it. I would definitely watch it again. Um, yeah, I was really, really, really satisfied, considering how much the hype levels were. Yeah, uh, there was a lot of hype, and it, it, it. I think it lived up to the hype. I think it did. <laughs> Yeah. Um, shoot, it's still going. Yep, still going strong. And this is just the first weekend, the first four-day weekend. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, have you guys heard about the projections, how much money it's made so far? Uh, I know uh, it's number five damn. overall highest, gro- highest grossing ever. Oh, mm-hmm. I'm sorry, highest grossing for the first weekend. It's number right. five following episode seven. Um, I think episode eight, Jurassic World, and I think the first Avengers, and then That's Black not... Panther, which is crazy. Yeah. But that kind of goes back to the earlier discussion on, like, when Iron Man 1 came out, really, it was still comic book nerds getting hyped for that. You know what I mean? Now mm-hmm. that the MCU is 18 movies strong, of course the hype is going to be higher. People are just waiting for the next Marvel movie because of the foundation that Phase 1 built. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I mean, I think... Ooh, I have a question for you guys. Do you think Infinity War will take highest grossing ever? Yes. Oh, oh yeah. Star Wars? No, no question, dude. Yes. Uh, yes. I don't know if it'll beat Star Wars. I don't know that, what the... That's my stance. I don't know, dude. Star Wars Episode is... 7? Yeah, episode 7 was the highest one. Um, mm-hmm. But you gotta remember, Star Wars has generations watching that stuff. Not saying It's got 30 that... years. Yeah. <laughs> and then there was the gap... And it looks great. Like, I just think that... I don't think it's going to take number one. I think it'll take number two. I think it'll pass The Last Jedi. Um, but I don't think it'll take number one. I, I don't have the numbers on me on mm. how big the gap is. But, yeah, it, I don't think it's going to happen. I think I, it's uh, the Infinity War trailer... Has has taken the top spot. It like beat out every other movie yes. by like miles for people rewatching and stuff. So if that's any inclination to how it's gonna go, I mean, it, it very well could break those Star Wars records. But it's just so huge of a franchise to go up against. I mean, that's that's nuts. Uh, let me see. Uh, pull it up. Let's see. Domestic 
Uh, domestic record holder would be Star Wars Episode Seven: The Force Awakens. Um, worldwide was Avatar. Freaking Avatar. Yeah. <laughs> Avatar. Um, best opening weekend was Star Wars Episode Seven at 247 million. And then <laughs> best opening weekend worldwide was Fate of the Furious. <laughs> yeah, I saw that. Like, what? <laughs> <laughs> um, All right. So here are the numbers, though. So The Force Awakens got... Uh, is that billion? I think that's billion. Um, nope, that's million. So $247 million um, first weekend for The Force Awakens. Last Jedi is at 220 Jurassic World's at 208 Avengers 1 is at 207 Black Panther's at 192 And then Age of Ultron is number 6 at 191 uh, Civil War is at 179. Iron Man 3 is wow. at 174. So, in the top 10, 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 5 of them are Marvel movies. Which is crazy. But, $247 million, That's what it needs to be? I think it's possible, dude. I, I think it is possible. Like, considering Black Panther was a standalone film with just, like, snippets of Civil War in it for him, um, uh, I think I think it's possible. Considering the Avengers brought in $207 million, um, and that was still pretty new, like, that whole concept of having a, you know, that whole concept of, have, of having... A shared universe. You know, a movie. shared universe, like... That was still pretty new, and everyone was like, "Oh, look at that!" Um, I don't know how much Age of Ultron did, but um, I think I think it would be. I think it can be two forty-seven, but you guys are right with the whole like sh- like generations of fans waiting for the star, you know, waiting for Star Wars. Um, so I I don't know. We're just putting it up against. Uh, Putting it up against some big hitters here. Yeah. But looking forward to it nonetheless. Oh, yeah. Another thing that's crazy, looking at this list, in the mm-hmm. top ten, eight of them are Disney movies. <laughs> so that's the real winner here. Small yeah. Disney. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Good job. Good, good job, job, Disney. Is the Disney estate. Yeah. <laughs> Man. Yeah. All right, boys, ready to wrap this up? I think so. I think that was a good one. Um, I think it's time to wrap it up. Thanks to everyone that spent time to listen. Thank you guys for spending time to do this. We'll have to do it again. For sure. Hopefully, I don't know what our next movie is going to be, but it's going to be dope. Yeah. We'll Maybe we'll watch Tron again. Oh. Tron. Well, actually, speaking of movies, so, what? Yeah, we have two months until Infinity War, and then we have... Three months. Or three two and months, a half. Two sure. and a half, whatever. Um, and then for the cinematic universe, we have, what, Captain Marvel next? No. Oh, Ant-Man. Ant-Man, Captain Marvel, 
and then the next Avengers movie. So there's not much left on the horizon for Marvel, at least that they've announced so far. Mm-hmm. But we'll definitely have to meet up again and talk about it. So, for sure. All right, everybody. All right, ladies and gents, thanks for thanks for tuning in. My name is Alan. I'm Randy. This is Rob. And thanks for tuning in to the Lounge SD.